With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to our wonderful Sunday Meditation Book Circle. And of course, we are in the book by Reverend Ike. Uh, it's all about you. You know, this is his uh, spiritual living guide that uh, takes through all the aspects, mostly of self, since everything does come from self and how we experience our lives and how we relate to everything around us, certainly has its root and its first cause, if you will, with what's inside of us. And so we're going to, uh, to continue in the book. We're actually in chapter 16, and uh, this is speaking to our idea of who we are. What is our self-awareness? And uh, so I'm going to go ahead with the reading, and then, of course, we're going to move through the affirmative thoughts, um, the spiritual mind treatment, and the meditation process. All right. And so in chapter 16 of Reverend Ike's Secrets for Health, Joy, and Prosperity for You, a Science of Living Study Guide. And it begins that you are your self-awareness, Reverend Ike. Be it done for you as you desire. Matthew 15:28 Let the weak say I am strong Joel 3:10 A science of living principle Faith is not something which is blind Faith is not some abstract belief Faith is what you believe about yourself Whatever you believe about yourself so be it unto you I teach what I call mind power. Some people have not been taught how to work their minds. Pardon the expression, but they were taught to work their behinds. I teach people that the more you learn to work your mind, the less you have to work your behind. And this is really what the science of living is all about. Positive self-image psychology. This is seeing oneself in one's own mind, being, doing, and having the good one desires. If I could describe my teaching, my philosophy, in one term, most succinctly, it would be positive self-image psychology. And positive self-image psychology is what we all need. It's not a matter of one race needing it and another race needing something else. 
We all need positive self-image psychology. An old Greek philosopher said, man, know thyself. And that's just another way to say the same thing. In this philosophy, which I also call science of positive self-awareness, I teach the individual to divine. Uh, well, we, we do want to divine it, but we do want to first define his ideals to project his ideals into reality by means of visualization, affirmation, and meditation. This is using mind power. This is the stuff I use. And as we know, and, and well, you might not know that Reverend Ike was known for saying, you can't lose with the stuff I use. <laughs> so this is the stuff. <laughs> Positive self-image psychology is what we all need. Define yourself. Define what you want to be, what you want to do, and what you want to have. When I first started counseling people, it surprised me to find that there were so many people, people of all ages, who didn't know what they wanted out of life. When I asked them, well, what do you want to be? They would say, I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to have? I don't know. The individual must come to a point of self definition and positive self-awareness. Here again, while speaking to students at the University of Alabama, they said to me, Reverend Ike, I want you to tell me how to get a Cadillac. <laughs> I want you to tell me how to get a million dollars. In the science of living, we teach that if you want to be something, first see yourself in your mind being it. Define yourself as the one who is doing that which you want to do. Define yourself as the one who is having that which you want to have. And then visualize. See yourself in the theater of your own mind, being, doing, and having the good which you desire. Also, you must use the technique of affirmation. You must affirm that you are that which you desire. And good things, add good things to I am. I interpret the Bible psychologically rather than theologically. One of the prophets in the Bible said, Let the weak say, I am strong. Joel 3.10 Now, Let's talk about these mystical words, I am. Whatever you add to I am, that is what you become. That's why I'm against anybody teaching the so-called poor people to say, I am poor. You know, it's become somewhat popular. It's become somewhat of a stylish cliche, if you please, to say poor people. If you don't want to be poor people, stop defining yourself as poor people. Define yourself as prosperous. When you say, I am poor, that is your self-definition. That is your self-awareness. 
and you are never going to be able to experience anything better than or anything other than your own self-definition. Watch out for labels. Whatever you want to be, define yourself as that. If you're poor and you want to stay poor, keep saying I'm poor and don't grumble because you're poor. You have to reject all of the nice, neat sociological labels which are passed down by the experts, including the experts from Washington. You know, they have some nice, neat labels in Washington to stamp onto people's foreheads. The label poor people is a famous one. That is the most negative self-image psychology that there is. Then there's another nice, neat label, culturally deprived. But anybody who has been exposed to my ministry can no longer claim he is culturally deprived. Whatever you add to I am, that is what you become. It's a great disfavor to people to teach them this kind of negative self-image psychology because whatever you define yourself as, that is what you become. And the only way that you're going to become something else or become what you want to be is to redefine yourself as that which you want to become. Change your circumstances. I want to quote the mystical words of the Apostle Paul from the Bible, the world's greatest book of psychology. He wrote to the Romans in the 12th chapter of his epistle, Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I would like to quote further from this verse of Scripture. He said to the Romans, Be you not conformed to this world. My interpretation of this is, do not conform to things as they appear. Do not be a slave to the conditions that you are in. Do not be locked in and bound by the undesirable circumstances that you find yourself in. Change your circumstances by changing yourself by changing your self-definition. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. I like to add to that. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the sick say, I am well. This is redefining oneself. Let the weak one redefine himself as strong. Let the poor one redefine himself as rich and so on. See yourself in the theater of your own mind, being, doing, and having the good that you desire. What you say is what you get. One of the things that I will never forget in the case of a 13-year-old boy who was brought here from Jamaica, British West Indies, all of his life he had suffered with asthma. He couldn't go to school very regularly because of his asthmatic condition. 
the very first Sunday that he came to United Church in New York City, he sat in the congregation. And before the service, I walked down the aisles, as I usually do, to meet and greet the people. The youngster leaned over from his seat and said to me in a wheezing tone of an asthmatic, Reverend, please pray for me. I have asthma. I stopped for a moment, and I looked at him. And then I said to him, Son, I see in you a boy who has no asthma. Then I proceeded down the aisle to speak to other people. I didn't talk to this young man again for about six months. But every Sunday after that, I would see him sitting in the congregation smiling. Finally, when I got a chance to talk to him, he told me his wonderful story. He said to me, Reverend Ike, that Sunday when you walked down the aisles, I asked you to pray for me because I had asthma. And when you said to me, son, I see in you a boy who has no asthma, something lifted from my chest and I've never suffered with asthma since. Change your circumstances, your conditions, by changing your self-image, by changing your self-definition. Picture what you want. What was it that I did that healed him? I redefined that young man's self-image for him. You have to give yourself a positive self-image that will lift you, that will heal you, that will prosper you. When I said to that young man, son, I see in you a boy who has no asthma, he immediately got in his mind a picture of himself as being healthy, as having no asthma, and he experienced that which he saw. You have to learn to use positive self-awareness to heal yourself, to bless yourself, and to prosper yourself. You have to learn to develop a positive self-awareness to become a winner in the game of life. Quotes to remember. Self-image is the key to everything, Reverend Ike. Take the place and attitude which belongs to you, and all men will acquiesce. Hmm. Ralph Waldo, Waldo Emerson. The more you learn to work your mind, the less you have to work your behind, Reverend Ike. Chance favors only the mind that is prepared. Louise Pasteur. Wow. That reminds me of a, of a quote from, from Oprah where she talked about luck. You know, with, that there was really no, no luck or that luck was. Um, it was opportunity that met preparedness. You know, that preparedness that we're talking about today in Reverend Ike's book um, is really all about the mind, isn't it? It's the preparedness of who we have decided that we are going to be. The preparedness that the good that I want is something that, you know, may seem far off. It may not really be here yet, but 
it is an infinite possibility a good infinite possibility and when I prepare myself I consecrate and amend that fertile soil of my mind by implanting that image of myself as I really want to be seeing it feeling it living as if it's already done well then that that's where that that magic happens because you are able to take on that vibration you know and as we've talked about before everything is energy everything's moving and has a frequency a signature if you will calling out for its its like frequency and it has to attract it and become one with it you know but our our, our key here is to have that faith to hold that long enough and this is what uh, Reverend Ike is speaking to is that faith of just of knowing you know that positive self-image not vacillating between you know like using the example of the boy with asthma that oh I have asthma there's evidence of it you know there's my inhaler it is hard to breathe um, but no not focusing on the evidence of the five senses of the right now but actually fast-forwarding and living in the experience that we want because it is a possibility everything's an infinite possibility we just must decide which one we're going to implant ourselves into which ones we are going to become one with if you will well here's the affirmative treatment it says and and you know what I'd, I'd love for you to repeat it after me to really feel it and to, to really see it to really connect with that frequency that I was just talking about the frequency that it's already here and it's done and knowing that power within you because whatever you put after I am it makes perfect sense now that that is what you become because there's a self-defining principle with those two little words the conjugation of that verb to be I am in the present tense right here and right now I am constructing a positive self-image and just see yourself right there in the theater of your mind being, doing, and having all the good that you desire. I am happy. I am healthy. I am loving. I am successful. I am prosperous. I am rich. Thank you, Father, Divine Source. Thank you, God, in me. Because that Divine Source is within us all. We all have this wonderful power within us. It's just who we are.
And so I just invite you right here and right now, I think this is the perfect time to move into that meditation. Hmm. Reverend Ike has already laid it out to you here. To just see yourself in your mind's eye, being, doing, and having all the good that you desire. And if you haven't already, and it's safe to do so, just go ahead right here, right now, to close those eyes. And just allow those shoulders to relax as you take a deep breath in. And just let that air exhale out as it leaves the body naturally, normally. And just allow each breath of life to feel really good as you breathe it in. No need to count or to think. Just breathe that good prana in. Allowing the shoulders to relax. Allowing the next breath to just naturally float in. And allow the next wave of air to just naturally flow out. And just letting that mind locate a desire that you have right here and right now. A desire that you feel really good about. Whether it's something that you need or something that you want. Something that is going to make your life so much better. And though there may be many of those things right now, just choose one. And I just invite you to see yourself standing in a beautiful room, just surrounded by things that you find especially pleasing, inspirational, or beautiful. Things that bring you comfort and ease. A space that smells wonderful, that may have pleasing music playing in it. The temperature there is ideal, and you just feel at ease there. And just take a moment to really enjoy this place. Just notice everything about this place that is pleasing to you. And just give thanks for it. 
So grateful that you get to have this experience right here and right now. In this space that you've created that's just right for you. A Goldilocks space, if you will, where you are in control of the atmosphere and what's there, and it's all pleasing to you as you continue to breathe. Just really enjoy these surroundings. And as you just bask in those good feelings, know that you're recalibrating your frequency. You've raised your vibrational level and you've made it even more possible for you to receive and accept all the good that you desire for yourself. Whether it be physical health, whether it be financial abundance, whether it be mental ease and peace of mind, a sense of safety or love, Whatever that is for you, just bask and feel the gratitude for that right now that you get to experience this right now. And push away any thoughts of what's next or what happened before, just now, here, blessing. And just allow yourself to double that feeling of bliss and contentment and peace and satisfaction. Just allow it to well up in you, to almost bring a tear to your eye, that it feels so good. Just let it. Just let it. You deserve it. This is yours. And take a deep breath and allow that feeling to just grow. Feel the vibrations raise up. Feel the lightness in your shoulders now and just have it. Just receive it. And if tears flow, just let them flow. Releasing all that no longer serves you and just stepping up to that higher 
place where you belong. In this frequency of bliss, hold it and commit it to memory now. Notice how it feels. Memorize it and become very familiar with this so that you can find it whenever you need it. Whenever you need to lift that frequency. And just let it fill you again to tears of goodness. Yes, allow it, let it. And take a deep breath. And I want you to notice a staircase in front of you. And as you look up at the top of that staircase, I want you to see that image of you. The image that embodies this frequency that you have just become very familiar with. Notice the look on that you over there's face. Notice how their body moves. Notice their posture. Notice the energy around them. Do you see colors? What are they radiating? as they vibrate in that frequency of bliss. That's that you up there that you truly want to become at all times. Become very clear about what it is about that you up there that lets you know that is your true self, that higher you. The one that knows the truth of the I am principle. The one that knows how to activate that frequency at will. And just allow that image to come down those stairs Coming closer with each step down. Five, four, three, two, and one. Feel that energy of that you. So close now that you can reach out and touch. In fact, do. Reach out those arms and fully embrace that you. That one who is vibrating right where you need to be. Maintaining this feeling of bliss, of health, vitality, love, safety, financial abundance, 
embrace that you as they embrace you and become one. Become very familiar as you become one with that you, that ideal self as you really want to be. They're interwoven with you now as one. In fact, there is no separation now. Feel what it feels like to be vibrating at your optimal level. Take a deep breath and hold on to this memory. Take another deep breath and fill yourself from head to toe with this awareness. That's right. And just enjoy this feeling now. This feeling of knowing that there's nothing ever wrong. That everything is a blessing or a lesson and within the lesson is a blessing. Feel good about how far you've come. Feel excited about where you're going. Take a deep breath and come on back to the here and the now. But notice how you're vibrating now. Notice how good you feel, how different you feel because you've really connected with who you really are. And just take a moment to really just enjoy that. And as you just reel in that, because it is just so good, I want to share something, um, some lyrics from a song of one of my favorite artists, uh, her name is Ricky Byers Beckwith, and uh, she was the uh, musical engineer, as I called her, spiritual music engineer of uh, the International Spiritual Center, Agape, in Los Angeles, um, where I learned and was, I, I think, um, began my understanding of these beautiful teachings that are so healing. Um, but she wrote a song, and there's also an album, and I, I think I'll, I'll share a link of where you can actually hear this, and, uh, and if, you, if you do so, find out whatever else she creates and purchase and support her work. Um, 
But in her song entitled The Land of I Am, the lyrics go, in the land of I am, I am more than I have been, more than I am. In the land of I am, more than I have, than I am, more than I will be, I am, all that I am. And the songs of all my great-grandmothers, and the dreams of all my great-grandfathers, and the way to rise beyond the pain, all live, all live in me, in the land of I am, I am, more than I have, than I am, more than I will be, I am, all that I am. And the smiles of all the unborn children, and the dreams of a better day to come, and the dance of heaven with the earth, all live, all live, all live in me. In the land of I am, I am, more than I have, than I am, more than I will be, I am, all that I am. And of course it goes on from there, but, um, but I think you can kind of feel uh, the energy of this song. You know, she's really speaking of the, of the, of the one, of the oneness that all of these potentialities, right? All of the, the things of the past, um, it's all still here. It's all one. These are all um, potentialities within us that we certainly get to choose. <laughs> you know, that's the one of the beauties of, of learning who we are, that we are, um, we're human beings and we get to decide what it is we're going to define ourselves as in any given moment. And uh, certainly it might seem like a heavy burden at times. You know, I can certainly relate to Reverend Ike in counseling um, where you ask people that come to you. When people come to me and beyond hypnosis, it's like, okay, we've talked about what's wrong in your life, what you don't want, but what do you want? It's so often that people just don't know. They have no idea that there are infinite possibilities and that all they need to do is choose <laughs> and define themselves, you know, as that being, doing, having, and and moving forward in that. And uh, certainly, it seems or sounds very simplistic, and of course, Pollyanna-ish, but it is the absolute truth, you know, and it works both ways. It works in the positive and the negative. We, if we claim to be um, something less than positive, well, it's on its way because we have identified ourselves as that. Um, sometimes things seem quite lofty and it might seem like it's going to take a very long time for something to occur, but it's just super important to uh, live as if it's already here because your life is just so much richer 
richer than the alternative you know and in time it, it has to come to fruition it may not be in the way that we think that it should or as immediate as we think that we should but it comes because we have identified it and there's that beauty in that and I'm hoping in the meditation that you were able to discover that to discover that you can become one with your ideal and that you can commit that feeling tone of whatever your ideal is in the moment commit it to memory hold on to it raise your frequency to it so that you become one with it and um, that's the richness that i've uh, found in this particular uh, week's lesson uh, as i do with all of reverend hike's um, books there's so much um, so much deep stuff in there and uh, i also share with him the the love of the uh, Judeo-Christian scriptures here, where um, not so much theology, but more psychology. And psychology is definitely spirituality. It is, but just in a practical, you know, kind of grounded way where we can um, understand that we do have choices in our thoughts. And the ideas that we hold in consciousness and uh, you know speaking directly to to what we're looking at today is how we're defining ourselves in all of that you know what it all means according to who we are and so before we go into those review questions just wondering if there's anything uh, that that you wanted to share or if anyone had any thoughts um, I know that uh, Daniel you're here um, and if anybody has any any thoughts they want to share you can always put them in the comments at a, a later date I will see them all no comments any experiences or anything came excited up? for the questions <laughs> <laughs> okay then we will go for the questions um, let's see the first one um, we're looking at is define the term faith what are we talking about when we're saying faith I feel like in reference to what Reverend Ike said you know faith isn't blind faith isn't something um intangible faith is your belief and specifically your belief as it relates to yourself your existence right and what you want to achieve what's which possibility you want to choose and experience yeah so defining you as that right mm. because it's all potential and it's all within us our work is to identify it 
and choose to become it. You know, becoming, having, doing. Yeah. And when we hold that long enough, we don't vacillate, you know, up and down that scale of the one thing, right? I, for some reason, that whole idea, remember the, the image of the little girl with a, a daisy and she was pulling off the petals. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. <laughs> he loves me not. <laughs> that, that we don't go back and forth with it. Mm. We just steadily affirm he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. <laughs> it reminds me of Neil Donald Walsh, right? Like, God, how come you, you never answer my prayer? I'm always praying. And then God says, well, you keep changing your mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's it right there. Did you hear that bell? Ding, ding, ding. You know, <laughs> hold tight. It might seem like it's long. It might seem like it'll never come, but you got to hold tight. You know, there are unseen things that need to be shifted in order for you to experience this, right? There are things that need to be prepared. And, and our part in that and having that faith and holding that long enough, you know, is that we consecrate our space and we hold the anchor for it. And then we just allow the infinite, our divine source, to do what needs to be done. The things that we just cannot see and we cannot even fathom. And, and trusting that they are for our highest good. I think that's a challenge for us uh, humans. We're, you know, we can uh, want to control things. You know, we need it now. <laughs> But I think the, the main thing, and it's something that I've been experiencing a lot of lately, you know, the past few years, few things have happened, you know, the, you know, my husband who I thought I was going to live the rest of my life with passed away, became very ill and, and just a, a lot of things tra transpired in the past few years along with the, um, this V thing that we're all moving through, um, global. Um, but just making the choice to be it. Even though I may not discern that it has manifested on the, uh, on the 3D plane with my five senses, perhaps I cannot see, smell, taste, touch, hear, you know, all of that. But by me living it, in the invisible plane, being it, I'm already having the experience. <laughs> and nobody can take that from me because it's already there. Whether anyone else can see it or not, I'm choosing to experience it. And I think that's a major part of, of our self-definition and um, the definition of faith. Yeah. So number two, what does it mean to redefine oneself? Redefine oneself. Hmm. And I think that operative 
prefix as the re. I mean, certainly we're already something, right? We're always in an experience in any given moment in time. But each one of these experiences is the result of what we defined ourselves as previously. <laughs> right? It's all in succession and it is cyclical according to what we believe. But having that opportunity that we have as human beings with minds, we get to redefine ourselves no matter what's going on. And I equate that with the Christ consciousness. You know, we, we've spoken of before of, of, the, of the Christ being the Redeemer, right? Again, there's that prefix, re, <laughs> that if, if we don't like the way something is right now, we can redefine it into something else. And that Christ consciousness that's within us, the one that is able to forgive what has happened before, get a redo, you know? We talked about the, the tooth, the Hebrew um, glyph, the shim that's right in the middle of the Father's name that means to devour or consume. And some, you might see it as a flame. It undoes what was before so that we can begin again and create something new utilizing our redemptive power for ourselves we don't need to wait for somebody else to come along and save us this is something that we get to do for ourselves moment by moment we get to redefine ourselves into that which we choose to be do and have in any given moment and, and the next part of that question is, how can this help a person? Well, that's obvious. Because you can get yourself out of trouble. You can get yourself out of trouble or conditions that you put yourself in <laughs> by redefining yourself. You don't have to wait for somebody to come along and save you. You know? And, and that, you know, and Daniel, we were speaking to that, you know, again, to use the idea of, of the scale, that there's just the one thing, but there are varying degrees along that particular scale, that you get to redefine yourself along that scale. Say there's that's, poverty. That's an amazing way of putting it. <laughs> it it's all the same thing. And there's absolutely nothing wrong. There are just all these degrees that you can, that you can, you know, bring yourself in connection with, along the degrees of frequency. Isn't that beautiful that we get to do that? <laughs> Nothing's wrong, but you get to bring yourself up the scale. You know, and and maybe you're not ready. To go all the way up the scale maybe you're just ready to go up maybe five three quarters of the way through maybe that's what you can handle right now you know but we get to do that and 
understanding our power and the power of the I am, that whatever you put after that, that's what's on its way. So rich, that is so rich. Uh, number three, how does self-image psychology help you to be, to do, and to have the good that you desire? Well, we're, we're discussing it right now. <laughs> that when you understand who you really are, that you understand what you are so capable of, wow. <laughs> It helps you. <laughs> I don't know what, what other help you would need. You know, because this, uh, this capacity that we all have within us, we're all created equal. We have this capacity. Just some of us haven't been taught to utilize it very well. Oftentimes we use it wrongly. You know, we use it in a way that's detrimental but we're still using it all the time. And when we learn how to use it in a positive way on behalf of ourselves and on others, you know, it's all good. Yeah, we get to do this. It's not anything hard. Just the awareness that we do have that capacity, I, I think is what's missing. And it's exactly why I do what I'm doing so that people can try it. Um, in the, um, the meditation that I did, it's, it's kind of a taste of what I do at Beyond Hypnosis. Um, you know, certainly getting people into that vibrational frequency of what we call hypnosis um, is just a different state of consciousness. And in that consciousness, um, we make it easier for people to visualize themselves as they really want to be. Uh, moving away a lot of the disturbing thoughts, the doubts, the fears, and, and all of that, so that they can actually connect with what they really want in life by being able to see themselves doing it, having it, being it. And when we're able to see ourselves through the visualization process, and, and even in the process of the hypnotic um, tools that I use, you get to rehearse those experiences over and over again until they become comfortable for you. Until you begin to push away the doubts because in your mind you've already done it. You know, and even taking all of that and recording it into the subconscious in the hypnotic state. The subconscious begins to play it on autopilot for you. And this is the beauty of being able to visualize and see yourself. That's why Reverend Ike uh, says constantly in almost every chapter, if you can't see it, you can't have it. You can't be it or do it. You gotta first be able to see it in the theater of your mind. And when you see it, you wanna feel it, you wanna hear it, you wanna taste it, you wanna smell it. All of that is part of the visualization process. And it is just something that's so key. Uh, and I feel grateful that I get to train people and teach people to do that for themselves 
so that they no longer have to have a session with me. They learn how to do it for themselves so that they can move through their lives uh, more constructively using that great power of the I am to create wonderful things in the world. Yeah, so this self-image psychology uh, is the help <laughs> uh, that we all need for sure. Yeah. Four, what will happen if you put a negative label on yourself? He talked about a stamp on your forehead. <laughs> what will happen if you use this negatively? This law is no respecter of persons. It's just the neutral law that says, whatever you put after I am, is what you're gonna be, do, have. You get to decide. And all of us have done it until we learn better. That's part of the blessing, the, the wonderfulness of the fact that we get to experience what we don't like <laughs> because then we learn, well, I'd better not do it that way again. And we start searching for better ways to live. And we come across this I am principle that is where we gain our personal power. Yeah. So you can use it negatively and you can use it positively. Again, there's that scale and you get to choose because there's infinite possibilities along that scale. And, oh, something I want to add on that. And I think Reverend Eichel, Reverend, Reverend Eichel, <laughs> Reverend Michael, Reverend Ike, Reverend Michael Beckwith is another one of my favorite teachers too. Um, but what he's speaking to here is the fact that there are these labels, right? That are stamped on your forehead. Um, somebody else might stamp a label on your forehead. Um, but it doesn't have to be your label. You don't have to buy into it. You don't have to take what they give you. Just because somebody calls you one thing doesn't mean that you have to agree to it. And that is where your power lies as well. You don't have to accept it. But the moment you do, then it becomes yours. Because you've decided to give it your power. Number five. Are there circumstances in your life you would like to change? Yes, I think everybody. I think that as long as we're in a physical body, there are going to be circumstances that we want to change because that's what we get to do. And then he asks, how are you going to go about it? How are you going to go about making those changes that you want to make in your life?
I know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> and if you're not sure how you would go about that, well, I am happy to help. This is exactly why I, I do this. And I have my Beyond Hypnosis to support people in making those changes, empowering people with tools. And certainly I don't have all the tools and I haven't mastered them all. <laughs> I'm still here on the planet. But I'm so excited because I have seen wonderful things work in the lives of my clients and in my life. And I like to share them. And uh, I don't know, I see life as a scientific experiment, experiment and experience. And you just try different things, explore different ways of moving through problem solving, of the opportunities of growth and development, and see what works for you, see what combinations of tools work. But pretty much all of these tools will work but we must be consistent with them long enough for them to work. Because it's a good thing in 3D, there is a delay. <laughs> Just imagine if, if everything you, you desired showed up instantaneously, we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> Those kind of good things take a little bit of time. Hmm. Yeah, working the tools, they work if you work them. Number six, explain how your words affect your life. He's only talking about the I am. <laughs> how do your words affect your life? Well, what's the difference between your words and somebody else's words? Your words are speaking from what's within you. And whenever you speak, you are manifesting. Whatever you speak, it's on its way. It's, it's almost like our words vibrate and push through this creative stuff, right? This ether, if you will. And they have to, it's like they're calling out for whatever it is we're expressing. And it has to come back to us. And I, the scriptures even speak to that. They say, my word cannot return to me void. They're going to go out and they are going to come back. That is, that's law. If we're speaking low things on a low frequency, negativity, well, that's going to come. If we're speaking love, joy, peace, abundance, that's going to come. They definitely affect our lives. So we want to always be careful of what we put after statements that we're saying about ourselves, the I am. And also, in uh, a collective sense, um, words that we say about other people 
because things that we say that we put out into that collective void, that stuff, um, it's got to come back. Imagine if you're saying something negative about other people, you're, you're being destructive, aren't you? And again, on that scale, we get to decide where we're going to be if we want to uh, speak positive things, speak things that that will set the individual free, that will benefit them, will help them to prosper. Well, we're just going to get more of that ourselves. So whatever we're putting out, we are going to get it back. And so when you say he is, she is, they are, it's just another form of that word to be, of that personal present, I am. You're just speaking it to pretty much another aspect of yourself. Because there is the one. So we want to be very careful with gossip and with negative words that we're speaking. Because they will affect us as well because there's only really one of us here. So whatever you put after, I am, he is, she is, they are, it is. Let's make it loving and positive. In other words, we never want to speak anything that we don't want to be true. That's a tall order right there. But that's, that's where power, power comes responsibility. And let's see if there is a number seven. There is seven. Discuss the importance of having a good and positive self-awareness. Well, I think I just covered that. <laughs> yeah, because it's only going to benefit you. And certainly, we all have things that we need to improve, areas we need to grow. We can help to speak those into existence. We can help by visualizing those things as if they're already here, what they would be like becoming familiar with them, meditating on them and what they will be like, fortifying them, choosing them by defining and claiming that that is who and what and where we want to be. Well, as always, this has been a delight. This is so fortifying. I, I do uh, know that there are many. I'm getting really nice feedback on these, and I'm just so grateful. Uh, sometimes when you do this, you don't know, you know, how many people are really partaking, or if anyone is seeing value in it. Um, but uh, I'm grateful. I'm getting really good feedback, and I appreciate that someone is listening and watching. And Daniel, you're always here. I so appreciate you. I know you have lots going on in your life that, you know, you could be doing some other things, but that you take the time out to get this spiritual food that I just have to share. 
um, it's wonderful to me and I appreciate it uh, as I appreciate everyone you know keep the emails coming just let me know how you're feeling reach out you can reach out at my website at beyondhypnosis.org uh, you can drop me a line at tamara at beyondhypnosis.org um, that's my email and uh, you can also um, see the archives of these on the YouTube channel which is Beyond Hypnosis TV you can also go to the Patreon page um, patreon.com forward slash beyond hypnosis and uh, you can help to support this mission which would really be helpful and it's much appreciated um, and you can just comment and partake um, because I think the more of us that are able to really master these tools uh, the happier we are we're all going to be adding to a world and benefiting the world hopefully um, being part of a critical mass of people who are actually making the world a better place so I know you want to be a part of that <laughs> it's all good all right so if there aren't any other comments or anything um, that anyone wants to share we'll go ahead and close out for this week and uh, I will be um, there will be a little editing that needs to go on of course and then I will go ahead and uh, and put it up in the social outlets oh I almost forgot um, the uh, blog talk radio podcast um, they're also going to be a bunch of these up there in audio form uh, so check that out. That is the uh, Blog Talk Radio, um, and it is the Illuminations, or the um, IM Network, actually. The Illuminations Media Network on Blog Talk Radio. Alrighty. So if that is it, we will say sayonara, au revoir. How do you say, Daniel, how do you say it in, do you have another language? Uh, yes, but I'd be very bad if I spoke it, but really? um, the other, the other uh, language that people often speak up here uh, in Canada is French, and you got that, au revoir. Oh, au revoir. <laughs> exactly. or I, think, I think quite often now they just say ciao. <laughs> ciao, ciao, yeah. that's Italian, yeah? Yeah, and ciao. Spanish, etc. And Spanish, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of French people say that too, but um yeah, I, I mean, I would end off by just saying um, thank you. Thank you for, for feeding us. Thank you for nourishing us. And um, yeah, keep, keep being. <laughs> yes, keep I being. am. I intend to be. I shall. I'll be to say. Much appreciation.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.